Yeah. Yeah, what do you want? Beak or jaws? Feathers or fur? Sharp teeth or feet with claws? Whatever's preferred. They'll grant you all last requests to steady your nerves. Then podcast the body parts get severed and served. Bring your weak shit where the wolf and owler. That ain't just a mistake, that's an awful howler. Both of them are known to pull up at your shows. Have the crowd witnessing the murder like they rolled in with a gang of crows. Fuck their censorship, let them see the whole thing. They stay dressed to kill, never sheep's clothing. Dark enough to turn the sun to the moon, you'll see nothing. All you hear is a huff a puff. Of. Expect killings, red spilling and flesh ripping Impressive in it, the death bringing his head spinning Just kidding, every word in this song's about two grown men Dressed up as a bird and a dog Right, so I'm recording Tom Are you, um, how are you feeling about doing this? The man's feeling hot, y'all uh, You look good today You know what, so. what time it is, Rom? Do you know what we're about today? What? Slip inside the bonus episode of the Wolf and Owl podcast. <laughs> bonus episode of the Wolf and Owl podcast. Tom. Yo. We're doing this at 7.30 in the morning because yeah. we've both got stuff on today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I uh, I want to ask you this question. Hit Do me. you feel differently about talking to me knowing that I've not got any trousers on right now? Yeah, Rom, I'm with you, baby. I haven't got any trousers on either. Does it? Do you feel different... Because I'm going to be honest, I was slightly nervous about logging onto this with just boxers on. I, I, are just, you, are I you think... a boxer guy or a wide front guy? Or what sort of boxers do you wear? Tighties or? So, seven, what are we? 7.42 is already putting the fucking a couple of body blows. <laughs> no, I'm just asking what kind of knickers you wear. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a boxer briefs guy. So, what tight boxers? Yeah, I guess, yeah. Yeah, yeah like jo- jockeys. Yeah, same, 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 same. I need I need to be held into sort of like I need everything held into place and also they if you get a good strong one they can act like a bit of a spanks kind of vibe can't they they can they can they could take like a sort of couple of millimeters off your tummy yes I mean I've not experienced that if that's what I'm experiencing now then I'm fucked I'll tell you what I experience I experience uh, some of the letters of Calvin Klein being obscured by an overhang <laughs> no, no, what you what I notice right is the yeah. Alvin Kerala is uh, really expanded. Everything else yeah. is normal size. But yeah, I, you know, I think Calvin Klein's are the most under, overrated boxer shorts on the market. Can I tell you something? I 100% agree with you. Yeah. First of all, they don't look amazing. Secondly, the quality on them is shit. The quality is terrible. And also they're low, they're low, they're, they're, they come too high up the leg. Yeah. I like, yeah. Uh, shout out, massive shout out, Under Armour. Under Armour boxer yeah. shorts are a game changer. I've never worn an Under Armour boxer short. Should I? I, I I'm going to order some, like, because I'm. Listen, I'm always in the underwear market. Rom, right? let me tell you. You want to get the long yeah, ones. Go. I'll send you the link. You want to get the longer, yeah. the down down the leg longer ones because then I'm yeah, going to ride up yeah. and give you um, uh, run a run a uh, sweat. You know the scroty sort of vibe. Even though I mean you don't mm. run, that would fucking that happens, no. mate. But we let me just sweat. We still sweat down there like runners, <laughs> don't we? <laughs> yeah, mate. It's. It's like a pool of sadness. The, the, the one thing that we've got in common with athletes is the sort of looking exhausted and sweating profusely. From our bollocks. Yeah. But, that, that, mate, it's, it's a really nice blend of all the nice fabrics. Mm. And it just really, it's, it's, like, it's like doing your bollocks a favour. That's what I'd say it was. It's like literally going to them. You know what? I actually respect and care for you. You've done a lot of good there stuff for me. Somebody's so, somebody's pitching an advert. No, I'm just uh, saying. This is, how, this is how what I imagine it looked like. You you walk into a room and they've got to, like they've got some poor bastard dressed as a scrotum, and it's like, <laughs> uh, uh, and then it's the advert is you talking to your own testicles about how you're going to give them a treat by getting them under armour boxer shorts. No, but honestly, it's like... And they're your... going, thank you, thank you so much, Tom, for doing this. No, listen, I think you deserve it. Yeah, yeah. No. I've, no, loved, I've loved you guys from when I was a little boy. It's like it's like putting your John and your your Bettys in a nice uh, in a hammock and just saying, look, you got this for today. Just chill. Funny, it's funny you talk about hammocks because I bought... Uh, not funny. It's just a it's just a link, to be honest with you. Um, oh, fucking hell. Wow, hydrate again. This <laughs> arsehole. No, it's just um, good, I've just done a rowing machine. So, so I was looking for um for different uh boxer short brands. Yeah, uh, and I was looking for something that I'll be honest with you. I was looking for something that you've just described. You know, super comfort. You know, a little treat for the old testes. And I found uh, what are they called sacks boxer shorts, right? Right. And one of the things that was like one of the tagline, not the taglines, but one of the key advertising points for these boxer shorts 
is they had a a, a patented, possibly patented, uh, ball hammock. What? Which is like this, sort of, yeah. Which is like this kind of. I bought them just to see what this ball hammock was like. Are they good? It's just got this like separate little bit to kind of cradle your. It's like a, a bit. It's like having a pair of boxer shorts, and they've added a little treehouse for your nuts. Is how I would describe it. Like where, where a squirrel would put them. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. You know what? You we get to an age, right? Because yeah, we're both. You know, forty-two. I'm forty-two. You're forty-three. Nearly forty-four. Right? We Not are. Nearly forty-four. <laughs> we're both in our early forties. But you know what we're coming into, right? Because basically, once you go past your forties, everything slips downhill, right? You know what situation we're getting into now? We're gonna we're getting into long bollock, which is where our bollocks start dropping more and more. Is long bollock a thing? I'd always yeah. assumed it was yeah, sort of, yeah. sort of, like just a comedy trope. Is it is it a thing? No, man. Like go down the gym, have a little butchers in the showers. Don't obviously look like. Is proper- that sorry? Is that is that where you've? Like verify this fucking thing is that you've actually looked, you've gone around the changing rooms at your gym and sought out old men's bollocks to see if this theory is no, actually true. I would like go around, but no, I'm like you, right? I thought, is this an actual, is this a medical pit of life, or is it actually, or is it just something that you know, fucking Lee Evans or Frank Skinner said in like 1993, mm. and we've all jumped on board yeah. with that fucking vibe, right? Yeah, I can yeah. no, I can tell you now, it's it's a thing, mate. Yeah, okay. It's just, it's just, and by the way, this is not a, before anybody asks, I've not got, I've not got an issue with Tom looking at men's bits, right? My question to you is, I've seen, we've all seen bollocks in our time, accidentally. I've got to be honest with you. I think in a gym changing room, people might do well to be a little bit more sort of, have a little bit more modesty in a gym changing room. Can I just say something quickly, right? And this is a shout out to, um, to women. Like women compare their body parts and talk about it. Do you know what I mean? Like they're they're more open about you know problems and stuff. We're also sheltered around things. Like I'd love to walk up to an old man and just say, "Excuse me, sir. Um, at what time in your life did you get long bollock?" Yeah, fine. I'm I, I'm happy to talk about long bollock to an older man. What I don't need is is actual visual evidence. <laughs> I, I, I'd be I'd be happy to say to him, "Can I just ask, do you have long bollock?" That's even and, creepier. And he, and he can and he can say yes. What I'm not going to say is. I'm really sorry. I don't really know you. Do you mind showing me so that I, <laughs> no, I, I know for you, certain mate, that you're not for, lying? Look, what I'm saying is you can have a little cheeky look every now and again. Like, And I'm not saying a cheeky look, like, you know, but just go look around and go, oh, fucking hell, yeah. And if someone says, yeah, oh, what is, are you? This, is, this makes me very nervous now. Why? What, what I'm slightly worried about is, you know, if somebody's somebody like you uh, happens what to be conducting like a... Me? You know, who sort of has a look to sort of fill out whatever survey he's conducting that week right, mate, right what you've got to look at it like is this is this is the difference between me and you you are a man of like means i'm a man I'm a, of... I'm a man that doesn't fill out a chart while looking at different people's testicles in a gym changing room <laughs> no, yeah well right. you've got to look at the gym changing room like, like the delorean from back to the future right right you're looking at your future bollocks right think of all the great things that marty mcfly did from going back and forth in future right yeah this is your this is your time machine so what you've got to look at is like how do I construct how do I look after my balls now in a situation that in like sort of six years time for you, seven or eight years time for me, where they're gonna be in fucking in in, in the best shape that they can be. Uh, listen, I I know it's a it's a valiant attempt to make looking at older men's testicles in a gym change room <laughs> valiant. And I and I you know what? I respect what you tried to do there. And I and I admire you for that. Uh, but I, I, I am just not going to do that. But have you got, have you got any friends who are a bit older? Um, yeah, yeah, I do. Not, I know people that are older. Not, I wouldn't be comfortable enough with with them to ask to see their testicles. No, you don't ask. You engineer a sort of like you know a game of tennis or racquetball where you have a shower right. after, and then you just have a look okay. there. You probably feel more right. comfortable having a look there. So I, I say, I say to one of my older friends, "Hey, you know how long we've known each other? I've never even said the words racquetball." Would you like to? Would you like to have an experience with me, where I suggest racquetball, we go and play racquetball, I demonstrate all the abilities of somebody who's never played racquetball before, <laughs> and then when we get changed afterwards, you, you'll notice that I'm going to be really creepy. <laughs> you know the creepiest thing, but I've yeah. This is what this is where my mind was opened. Right, yeah. I joined the David Lloyd not so long ago. 
before lockdowns and all that shit um, and the p- pandemic. And uh, I'm in an area where I don't really know many people. I've, you know, I've not made a lot of friends, <laughs> probably because I'm sneaking around looking at people's bollocks. But um, <laughs> no, but this is right. So I'm, I'm this one day I'm having a shower, right? I'll get my suds on in the gym. And uh, a guy that I've never met before. Hold come. on, can I just interrupt? Sorry, can I just interrupt you a second? When you're using a gym shower, yeah. do you go barefoot or do you wear sliders? Barefoot. I've had Verrucas okay. before, and once you've got Verrucas, you can't get them again. Okay, but but still, think of other people. And <laughs> and it's not just and it's not just about Verrucas, Tom. What? You're walking through a fucking man sludge on the, on the bathroom floor. I, I cannot, if I haven't got sliders with me, if I forget them or whatever, at a gym shower but i mean not that this is going to come up i don't think i, I can't imagine a time i'm going to go to gym ever again right um I, I i won't shower really yeah i can't what, the, you, would you go and do a full day of work in the hot sun if you've had a big workout that morning as well uh well the truth is mate that's not come up i've never i've never i've never worked a full day in the hot sun <laughs> um you know but, what I mean. but, no i know what you mean but but what, I'm, I'm not being facetious i'm talking about like I get well. Okay, Here's, so I used when I used to teach, I used to go to the gym in the mornings before right. school. If I didn't have my, it never came up because I always had my sliders with me. But if I didn't have my sliders, would I? I think maybe I just wouldn't take a shower. Oof, that's that's more disgusting, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. I, mean, it wash never your, I always wash my feet and then dry them with the towel. I do too. I do too. But when you step, it's just something about you walk on that floor. I, I can just feel it. I feel the residue of a thousand men's feet yeah it's just i can't it's a bit like you know when john snow in game of thrones is stuck with all those bodies on top of him (laughs) (laughs) um anyway sorry i interrupted you so no i'm I'm getting my suds on i'm having a shower yeah yeah and uh this this guy comes to come to the door of my shower and he says oh how you doing and starts chatting to me i haven't seen you down before down here before so i'm Mm. you know naked obviously um, and he, but he starts a full on conversation about like the area, about the gym, about like, you know, things to do around like restaurants and stuff. Like we have a proper full brain conversation. Did it occur to you that he might be in the middle of his own kind of, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, he was about my age, right. if not a bit older. Okay. So he says a little chin wag. I'm like, how were you stood? I sort of, well, yeah, sort of like with my back to him, but sort of like, sort of looking over my shoulder, like one of those sort of old sort of pictures. Like in a prison. Yeah, kind of. You know, like the old um, tennis girl picture where she's sort of like looking over her shoulder. Oh, yeah, where she's scratching her ass. The Athena poster. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. A bit yeah. like that sort of vibe, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, I mean, a couple of times I sort of gave him a bit of side boob and sort of side, side sack. As a treat? As a treat? Well, no, just because more than anything, I couldn't stand in that one position. It was starting to hurt right, my sure. neck. Um, yeah, sure. So <laughs> I've got to stop being coy here. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's sort of... If anything, I was sort of like, he, he thinks he's going to, you know, it, it's, it felt like I was flirting with him just, just sort of that way. Anyway, um, but he has this full blown conversation with me, right? And I think that's a bit strange, whatever, you know. But it's what complete, just... Not strange, Tom. Completely unacceptable. Okay. okay? It's, right. it's completely unacceptable. But anyway, carry on. Right. Then, right, so then I leave the gym. I just sort of get my, you know, have, have a shower, leave, uh, you know. Go back home about two weeks later. I bump into a game. It's exactly the same thing. He comes in the shower, da da da, showering. Yeah, you know, I'm showering. He's just sort of leaning against the shower. He's naked this time as well. Do you know what oh. I mean? So we have this sort of conversation. It's so fucking weird. Anyway, I'm like, yeah, but this is he's probably a friendly guy, and obviously it doesn't really mean anything to him. It probably, yeah, you know, it didn't, you know, <laughs> doesn't mean anything to him. I don't mean it like that. But like, no. it, it wasn't a big deal. I don't want to make a big deal out of it because locker yeah. rooms are funny places. You yeah. talk to like Redknapp, and you talk to a lot of football guys and sports guys. Like they, they've got. A, it's a very. It's a different. Yeah. They've got a different understanding of that environment. And this us. guy used to be right. in the police, so right. you know, I was like, maybe that's just he's just very comfortable with his body, and he's you know, and he's accepting of other people's bodies. Uh, anyway, right. So we have this long chat, um, and he le- he leaves and he goes and gets ready. I get ready, and this morning I think, oh, you know what, I'm going to go and um, I'm going to have myself a little uh, breakfast at the gym. Uh, shout out David Lloyd, they do a great breakfast. Um, so I queue up, get my breakfast, and I see him chatting to him, a couple of other guys. I go over to chat to him, right, Rom, and he completely fucking blanks me. Like I'm a dirty little secret from the showers. I go, hey, man, how you doing? You all right? And sort of go to sit down. He just sort of looks at me weirdly, and then his mate's sort of like, you all right? Everyone's a bit like, who's this guy? 
And then I start sort of saying, like, you know, oh, yeah, it's lovely down here and all this sort of thing. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, cool. He he looks quite like, who the fuck is this guy? Mm. And then I'm like, um, oh, look, mate, uh, da, 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 da. And then I sort of, it becomes a bit weird and it becomes a bit frost. So I'm like, like, I'm like, this is strange. And I said, oh, um, I'm the guy from he the show. He definitely recognised you, right? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, he'd seen my face. Yeah. I mean, right. you know, it definitely. And this, I said to him, I'm the guy from the showers. Don't you recognise me with my clothes on? You didn't say that in front of the other people. Yeah, I laughed saying it. You know what I'm like? I like a joke. Right. And he okay, went, fine. yeah, okay, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he sort of, they all looked a bit dismissive. Uh, and I just sort of sat there for probably about five minutes, sort of like waiting for my food to come. And then actually sort of went, because they were sort of talking, but it was around me. They weren't talking to me. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, and then I basically just went, I said, oh, you know what? Actually, I've got to make a phone call. So I went and made a phone call. And then came and sat on the table on my own and I had my breakfast. Quite a sad, you know, it's quite a sad ending to that story. Did, did yeah. anything, did you ever see that guy again? Yeah, I saw him a couple of times lurking about chatting to other people in the showers. Did like, you ever never, confront him about that? No, he never really talked to me. I, once upon a time, like, I saw him in the swimming pool uh, and he was just like, sort of, we were swimming sort of at the same sort of pace. And uh, uh, is, it, I, is, it, is it possible, do you think there was some sort of code maybe there where like, the first time he spoke to you, you were naked, and the next time you were both naked, and like there's supposed to be some sort of progression there that didn't happen. Maybe there's a possibility he felt a sense of rejection. Do you know what I mean? Like maybe you did something in that shower situation that made him feel like you'd knocked him back. Do you know what I mean? Or he was just, or I was just like this sort of like, you know, thing that he liked just for himself, and he just sort of like, you know, he, he liked mm. to have his shower friends, he liked to have his cafe friends. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah. I, I'll be honest with you. The fault there lies quite a lot with yeah. you as well. What? If, if somebody, yeah, if somebody spoke to me in the shower when I was naked, <laughs> the idea that if I then saw them again, I would fucking make a beeline for them and go and talk to them. Yeah, but I don't know. Uh, that, that, is, many, that, is inc- that is incredible to me, right? Yeah, but we had quite a lot in common. We both like the same football team. We both like West Ham. So what? So what? We, so what? Yeah. The guy, the guy, the guy has talked to you. While you're fucking in a shower, I'm sorry, mate. Look, you we had I... quite detailed conversations. We talked about chiquitos, the Mexican sure, restaurant. Because yeah, 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 sure, sure. I don't care what you talked about, Tom. It, 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 you, you can't talk to somebody when they're naked like that. Yeah, but the way I Do saw you know it mean? is, I, I thought, look, me and you, uh, the construction of our friendship was at the most vulnerable time of doing a, doing stand up. Right, it's where you, you really are, you know, and you, you people see your strengths and weaknesses. The only probably what ways to be even more vulnerable was completely naked. So I thought, oh, actually, this could be the blossoming of a very good friendship. Wow. You and I have got very different interpretations. You know what I would say if that happened to me? Oh, wow, this could be the blossoming of a restraining order. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I I don't go down that gym. Actually, this this is something else I heard is that... um, uh, another friend of like so I made some other friends there and some people I play golf with. Someone told me that um, actually he uh, a while later he got into the swimming pool naked. What? <laughs> yeah, that's true. My friend told me that. Okay, this guy sounds like, and that's a guy that you tried to be friends with. Who <laughs> rejected oh. me? How sad. Yeah, that's that? a guy. That's the guy you got knocked back for a for a friendship, for a mateship. Yeah. Okay, should we do some emails, my brother? Let's do it, my brother. Um, this is... Uh, God, can you tell we're already in such a different place to the last one, aren't we? Yes. Can I just quickly do something, actually, because there's a bit of admin to do here. I'd love um, you to, I'd love you to, Tom. I need to, do, I need to do a big shout-out to Leon, uh, because I, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I went in on Leon, um, and... Uh, uh, to be honest with you, I would say that you went in on yourself there. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I T- mean, tell I, him that story. That was that was one of the most embarrassing things I've heard in a while. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, but me and Leon, no one came out of that situation very well. And actually, you know what, Leon... I thought Leon came out all right, actually. Anyway. Yeah, God, what happened? Uh, what happened, Tom? Leon reached out to me. In a very funny way, actually, I, I put the story yeah. up on the uh, on my Instagram. But they reached out um, uh, very comically. Whoever's running your social media sites, shout out to you guys. Um, and you know what? Um, from this situation, uh, they've reached out, given me some breakfast tokens. They've given me three breakfasts, uh, so I get three hot drinks and three breakfasts. One of those, well, I'm sure I'd love to pass on to you. 
um, and we can go for breakfast together at Leon. Okay. I mean, look, I'd love to do that. Yeah. If if I get a chance, I'd love to have breakfast with you, Tom. And you can get whatever. I think you can get like a porridge or uh, one of their egg pots and a hot drink. So, yeah, you get one of... Is there any part of you that feels that this is a bit tragic? But if you're so angry and now they've sort of appeased In all fairness, you, right, I've just told a story about trying to make friends with a guy. <laughs> He tried to groom me in some showers, so uh, yeah, okay. Fair I'm, um, no, I'm, so no, do you I, know what? It, ta- it takes a big man because you went in hard on Leon, yeah. They've come back to you, and you know what? You're apologizing. Are you apologizing to Leon? Or... I'm apologizing from the right. b- very bottom of my soul and saying, Yo, Leon, um, I will now, every time I go into your stores, I will turn around to your staff who work there and say, By the way, you work for an amazing company, and uh, thank you. What an incredible lie. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine if you're working at Leon, just trying to get on with your fucking day, and some geezer comes in, orders an egg pot or whatever, tells you that he's got a voucher after you've put it through his cash, and then then says to you... insists on telling you some heartfelt message like it's all right we've got to serve the next person no uh, listen i want i want to tell you this from the bottom of my soul and the bottom of my conscience you work for an amazing company yeah okay thanks it's just it's quite packed the shop (laughs) it's breakfast in leon at westfields the busiest time of the day no i need to shake you by the hand or at least fish boat yeah uh, okay. Uh, well, look, that's great. Um, uh, it was funny though, wasn't it? The fact that, um, yeah, yeah, they did get in touch. I liked it. Um, yeah, okay. Them and Krispy Kreme have all re- uh, reached out. So yeah. Also, by, by the way, I know Chris, Krispy Kreme follow, uh, follow you on Instagram, but they they literally have got no time for me now. So, well, I don't know. Maybe that's got to do something to do with this 45 minute rant you had about their name. <laughs> God, don't do the noise. <laughs> Right. This is from Ella. Ella, Ella, Ella. Dear Lisa, Romesh and Tom, I love the podcast so much. Romesh and Tom are a perfect duo. So this is sort of addressed to Lisa, actually. And I laugh out multiple times an episode. I'm starting to re-listen to the old episodes and laugh as much as the first time. I'd really like to know what you would prefer fans of yours to ask about, talk to you about if they can't do in the street. My instinct is to say I really love your TV show, podcast, your appearance on blah, blah, blah. But part of me thinks it's a boring conversation starter and could make the comedian feel uncomfortable and embarrassed. Would you prefer fans just to ask you about your day or something else entirely? Keep up the great work. I hope your families are all doing well. By the way, I would absolutely buy, I would absolutely buy all of your merch if it was ab- available. Ella. Wowzers. Uh, Tom. Uh, number one, Ella, uh, me and Rom are sitting down next week to go through this merch designs and stuff. I've got some pretty sick designs that I'm, uh, I'm really looking forward to sharing with him. Um, so, yeah. Well, why are you talking like we're about to drop a grime out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, get ready for that fucking fluster and bluster, baby. Um, listen, I'll tell you something, Ella. Uh, number one thing, so I had a little nine holes of golf last night, and... One of the worst things happened. So I was playing uh, with my mate Thorpey um, and the fucking, uh, these guys, instead of, the worst thing you can do if you see someone you might know or whatever, and this is nothing to do with celebrities, is these four guys just decided to, they were playing in front of me in golf and they just stared at me the whole time, Mm. which is absolutely fucking off-putting when you're trying to play a game that you're shit at anyway. It's lit, like they were just, gazing at like like just staring and then pointing at me or whatever and then at the end when we got to the bar one of them came over and said oh sorry mate we thought it was you we just didn't you know we didn't know. number one i'm probably one of the most distinctive people and the fact you know we're not hiding anywhere and then i was like well you could have just said something on the fucking third hole because i was it's genuinely I, I'm, I i just felt so tense and on edge with these guys just staring at me and they were quite sort of like rough and tough looking guys so um I'd say the main thing is, I just think, be it come over, be polite, shout out to people in Bournemouth who came over at the weekend, very polite, very lovely, uh, 
And I think just be yourself. Have a bit of a laugh, have a bit of a joke. And for, to say what makes you feel comfortable. If you're comfortable and having a laugh, it make, makes everyone comfortable. I think the worst thing you can do is try and uh, think too much about it, you know? I, uh, I, I agree. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I, 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 I'm... St- it's really difficult for me to to um, basically the reason I'm sort of hesitating and being all like this is that um, last night I was at this gig and uh, I, I came on unlisted at this gig and this girl came up to me and she's obviously like a really big fan and um, well the reason I'm saying that she's obviously a really big fan she came up to me and she said I'm a massive fan like you're my favorite favorite comedian she's really effusive in her praise to me. And it was really, really nice. And if you're listening, it was such a nice thing that you said. It was such a lovely, you said some some lovely things and I'm really grateful. I just got so embarrassed that I felt like I almost made her feel like she, she, she wished she hadn't said it to me. Do you know what I mean? I feel so bad about it, but it's like, it's such a lovely thing to hear, but I also found it such a difficult thing to, to process. Or, or to react to in a, I, I don't know. I just found it, but I was really glad she said that. So I guess, I, I, I'm, you know, this is not massively helpful to you. I guess what I'm saying is just something, just be honest. You don't have to be like, uh, if you feel like that and you really want to say, I really love this or that's great. But I think just be yourself. Tom's right. Tom is right. I always just treat people like I've known them for 10 years. Okay. That's <laughs> what? That's what I do. Like when I'm in a situation where I, someone I idolise or thinks amazing is there, I just sort of jump off. I think, like, you know what? Instead of going, I, I just make them like, you know, like I've known for, for ages. Yeah, you know what? Um, what I always hear from like people I know that sort of work on telly and stuff, their favourite type of people is people that are overly familiar. <laughs> That's that 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 is the thing that everybody loves when you get approached. No, but. I, I just think it, it knocks it. It just makes it more chilled if I go up and go, "Hey, how you doing, mate? You know, oh bloody hell, this weather's absolutely nuts." Oh my god! <laughs> you know, do you know? I, I did a gig on Saturday night, right? And two girls asked for um, two girls come up and asked for a photo, and um, one of the like they're quite drunk. One of them said to me, um, "Oh, like every, I guess it's partly because of how I am, just generally." But I, I, I just come off. I don't know. I, I was just being normal. I felt like I was being normal. But my energy is not great when people are meeting me. I, she, she said, "Can we have a photo?" I said, "Yeah, of course you can." And she goes, oh, I, "Like you know, enjoyed the gig." And I was like, "Oh, thank you very much." And then she just goes, "You don't want us to be here, do you?" Wow. Like she didn't say it in a horrible way. She goes, "You don't really want us to be here, do you?" And I go, "You know, I totally don't mind. Like it's it's cool. Like yeah, yeah, of course I do. You know, you know." Then we did the photo, and she goes, and then she said something else to me. And then she goes, oh, God, you're thinking just go away. I can tell. Look at his face. He hates us. And I was like, no, 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 not at all. Not at all. Like, and then I ended up like, ended up being like super thirsty. Just like, guys, guys, it's cool, man. That is really cool. Anyway. They knew that you were going to do that, though. You reckon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's on them, man. That's on them. Don't, don't take that. Yeah. That, that, that's a way of addressing the situation to make them feel less uncomfortable by making you feel uncomfortable. Oh, that's good. Well, it worked very effectively. I felt yeah, awful. Yeah. Um, what I would say, Ella, to you is you just got to read it on the person. There, there are people I know, like, for example, Tom and myself, I will never, ever mind somebody coming up to me and saying hello or whatever. And neither will Tom. I know that. Tom's a very inco- accommodating, nice bloke. You just got to try, you got to try and read what's going on, I think. You know yeah. what I mean? Because sometimes there are some people that just don't like being approached. And it's not because they're horrible. It's just because they're shy or they get nervous with, with social interaction and stuff like that. So it's just kind of reading the reading the room, I guess. And I, I can um, tell you now, as someone who I've you know, made a boo boo with quite a few people, where I've thought it's it's perfectly fine. I, I think yeah, just go over a chin wag and uh, yes, uh, I've, I've yeah, I've hit, been hit with a lot of pies. What? when you sort of um, made some sort of comment about the weather or whatever? Well, yeah, well, I just go, oh bloody, I had a lovely, lovely sandwich the other day or something like that. Uh, so Ella, I hope that helps. Felt, I'll be honest, I felt like I, I got slightly self-indulgent towards the end of the answer. But anyway, hope it helps. JT, James uh, Torrance, can we definitely keep that in? Thank you for that, Tom. <laughs> okay, this is from Alex Moore. Uh, don't need to keep me anonymous. It's cool. 
Started, po- started the podcast two weeks ago. My reading is getting worse, isn't it? Yeah, it's a bit. Yeah, it's wow. No, no, wow. It's, it's, it's no, 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 no. My reading's getting worse. Is what I said to you. And your sort of reassurance. No, it's, just to go, it's not the reading. Yeah. It's, it's it's like so. I used to add a little bit of stank to it and make them sort of okay. quite like. Do I not do that anymore? No, it's just like some of them. You, it's like you. Yeah, I think I think the stankometer is sometimes it's absolutely. Well, so how would you like? How would you? How would you like me to read this? Then? I just think read this like it's the first email you've ever read in your life, and okay, like you've fine. just found out that emails exist. Okay, fine. Um, so this is from um, I don't know what is this. This there's a line in bold at the top here. I don't know what that means. Well, no, 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 right. You know how the okay. So then, no, no, I've got this. So this is sat. This is June. Nine twenty nine PM. No, you right. You well, know how all that stuff works. It's the bulk of the email. Oh, like, right, okay. imagine like Alex. Alex Moore is like someone you've been so excited to hear from okay, all your right, life. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Hi, the wolf, the owl, and the majestic swan. Don't need to keep anonymous. It's cool. Started the podcast two weeks ago, and it's easy to say I'm all caught up now. Two funny guys that take my emotions on a roller coaster. You really have the best banter in the world and the kind words of advice is something to admire. Rom, after hearing your stories of people misunderstanding your facial expressions to be either fed up or bored or pissed off, but actually feel the opposite inside, I can relate. I've expected I have a resting bitch face. To add to it, my depression at times can find it mentally tiring to put a smile on. I argue that the tone there, as I read that out, was probably wrong. (laughs) So I've accepted it is what it is. And I'm happy for my close ones to ask what's wrong, etc. Because of how fed up I look. And I make jokes about it and reassure everyone everything's fine. It's the people who see me for half a second or never met me before that say the famous phrase, cheer up, it won't kill you. What gives these pricks the right to comment, to say comments to do nothing but can cripple your self-confidence? So when that comment is said with the sheer confidence of your standard twat, I respond with, I'm upset because my mum was rushed up. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> completely fucking... I think um, we've, completely we've probably... Gone too... I think we've probably... Uh, this is we, Maybe the last email should have been the one that we read out with this sort of stank. <laughs> this feels like it, it, the stank is... Uh, yeah, we might have uh, we might have sprinkled a bit too much stank on what's quite Yeah, sensitive. I think I've overdone it. Uh, so when that comment is said with sheer confidence of your standard twat, I respond with, I'm upset because my mum has rushed to hospital last night for attempted suicide. And watch their face drop is upset. I immediately say that's not true, but you shouldn't comment on people's faces if you're not prepared for it, then walk off quite smug. Extreme, yes. Guilty, no. I know this ain't something to make light of, but when you're left with pricks, you think it's okay to put strangers or I've had a brief interaction down so they can feel like they've just had their best joke in the world. I think it's pathetic. I'm curious to know what you think of this. Have you had experiences like this where you put these guys down? Don't read this out. <laughs> Don't read this out. <laughs> Don't read this. Oh, sorry, sorry. Um, okay, so I'll read this to you separately. There's a paragraph here where he just talks about how much the podcast has meant to him. So when I said, when I saw don't read this out, I thought that was the whole email. Yeah, Lisa um, made a massive boo-boo. Um, yeah, yeah. That's what I thought I was about to, could you feel, could you hear the rage yeah, I, I could, building yeah, up? Yeah, yeah. I was about to fucking <laughs> yeah. deal with the swan quite yeah. severely. Uh, no, he just said some really nice things. Cupcakes. Uh, um, Alex, thank you very much for your email and thank you for the nice, the nice words. It's actually, he's actually said some really sweet stuff there. So, um, do you want to go first time or would you like me to? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't have, uh, Alex, what you and Ramesh um, have in that resting sort of bitch face. Um, I, but I do have a sort of similar thing in, in that I have that people will constantly comment on the height, which is a sort of similar thing I can't really do anything about. I, I went through a phase of uh, having little comebacks and, and sort of, you know, now and again, you know, because it's quite obvious I'm tall. If someone comes over and sort of like, you know, makes some sort of like stupid remark, I'll... I'll uh, I might have a little, but half the time I usually think, you know what, this isn't this isn't meant offensively. Life is always going to be full of uh, the fact that um, it's uh, everyone's trying to sort of work their way up the hierarchy of life, right? So having that little slam as soon as they meet someone, usually someone else is fucking insecurities coming to the forefront by going, you know what, I'm going to come in at this fucking situation because, uh, and I think more maybe with height, but certainly with resting bitch face, I think alongside it looking like someone's moody or down, it also sometimes can look as a confident thing. 
Do you know what I mean? It, and people think, oh, this person, you know, whether they think a lot of themselves or they're just sort of comfortable in their own skin or whatever, or, you know, I think people people will have an, an idea that actually, I know I'm going to break the ice by trying to be funny. It's usually as a sort of like, you know, fucking done it myself, myself as, as yeah. I've had a laugh or joke with someone to break the ice because I feel attention. You know what I mean? But if I'm going to be really honest, I think turning around and saying, well, you know, something as harsh as that, although that might feel good to you and that might feel, I think, I think that's a pretty fucking, that's a pretty two-footed way of going into it. And actually, to actually turn around and be more honest about the situation, if someone says that, I think just be like, well, you know, well, I'm struggling a bit at the moment. Or just say, what should I smile about? I think so. coming in something as harsh as, you know, your mother committing, there's no need for you to come in like that. You know, you, you sound a thoroughly decent person. You sound like a good guy. And if I'm going to be honest, I think you're better than that. I think you can just turn around and go, I'm a bit down. Or I don't, I don't feel the need to walk around smiling all the time. You know, whatever. But I think for the most part, they're feeling awkward about themselves in some way, and and they're just passing that that feeling on to you. But uh, yeah, that's my that's my view of it, my G. Tom Davis, can I just say, I thought your advice there was well considered. I thought it was eloquent, and I thought you dealt with uh, your uh, issue with what Alex's response was with sensitivity and kindness. I thought it was excellent. Well done. Really Thank you, good. Ramesh. Thank you, sir. Um, I, I would also, I mean, it also helps that I agree with you. I mean, I, I, I think that, I think Alex, look, I, I get totally having resting. I call it, I, I don't know what, I don't call it anything, but that, that I, I've lived my life with that same thing of where people think you're not happy. And, Occasionally you do get comments like that, but the truth of it is exactly as Tom said, is these people are just trying to say something or they're trying to ice break or they're nervous about, you know, making a joke or whatever. You know, you know, sometimes when you're struggling for a conversation, you look for anything. It's why people talk about the weather. We've just been talking about it. It's why people make an observation about the food because they think, I don't I don't know what else to say to this person. I'd love to say something real if I could, but I haven't got that in my locker currently because you know, and so that's why people say things like that. And I understand why you react the way you do, but I agree with Tom, it's a very extreme thing to do. And if you imagine it, if you put yourself in the other person's place, they sort of think, Oh, this is something to say. Rightly or wrongly, listen, I'm not defending those people. I I don't mean it like that. I, I think it's still an annoying thing to hear. They're sort of thinking, oh, what do I say? They say this thing. And then they get that response. It's like a very difficult, it's a very difficult thing to have back. The truth is, when people say it to me, as they do a lot, and I get things about my eye a lot, you know, to, like Tom's been with me when people have gone, you know, well, are you talking to me now? Difficult to tell or whatever. You get stuff like that. I'd be honest with you, I just give them the benefit of the doubt, man. And I just think that's just something that you thought was a funny thing to say. I don't particularly love it. But at the same time, I'm not going to chastise you for it. Do you know what I mean, it's much easier just to go, yeah, yeah, I know it is. And then you just move on than sort of take it on. I just, do you know what I mean? I just think, let it go. If you let it go, it's just a moment, a slight niggle. If you challenge it every single time, do you want to have that battle every single time somebody says something like that? I don't. Do you know what I mean? So I think, you know, in terms of, it's not just about benefiting that person and not making that person feel awkward. It's about just making your day easier. Do you know what I mean? If somebody wants to say that, they want to say it and you just move on, I, I think would be my advice. So uh, hope that helps. But genuinely, you said some lovely things in your email, so thank you so much. Ready for another one, Tom Tom? Mate, ready, locked and loaded, baby. This is uh, from Heidi. Heidi. Uh, and she says, uh, hi, Wolf, Al and Swan. To start, I just want to say I discovered this podcast a few weeks ago and I've devoured each episode. Can I tell you something? Your feedback, I actually feel like I'm reading these emails better now, so thank you, Tom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, absolutely love the chat, relate to so much of the content. I'm a primary school teacher and life can get quite stressful and this podcast really helps me at the start and end of my day to unwind and relax. Um, I know you shy away from compliments. But the last two paragraphs will probably be ignored. Okay, well, I've read them out like a fucking ego fiend. Uh, as a 39-year-old single woman... I've recently been feeling under some pressure from family and friends. I've had serious relationships in the past, but not for a few years. I taught in the Middle East. Now I've finally moved back near friends and family. I've recently bought a house and got a permanent teaching job. So I'm happy on that front. 
Most of my friends are married and with kids now. I'd perhaps like to start dating again, maybe find a Mr. Right and perhaps have a family. But the whole prospect of that seems terrifying as I'm not the most confident in that department. Anyway, I feel like every conversation I'm having with friends now that we're seeing face-to-face again is constantly focused on when are you going to start dating? Don't you want to meet someone? Are you happy? I guess they're just checking in, but I feel a real pressure from friends, family, society to find a man and settle down. It doesn't help that I have two cats that could be classed as a classic cat lady. Anyway, I feel happy with my life at the moment. I've got a new house, busy social life. I fill my time with friends. I know I'm great with kids and occasionally have a pang for maybe having my own. So basically, my rambling comes down to wondering what I want from life. Am I content? I feel this shouldn't be based on other people's questioning. Should I put myself out there and date? Terrifying. I'm unsure what I want. Have you guys ever felt pressure from society to conform to what is expected? And have you, as men, do you have friends and family asking about aspects of your life? Any advice would be greatly received. Thank you very much. Heidi. Yo, Heidi, you saint. You're absolute legend of the game, Heidi. Thank you for, for writing in and for your kind words. Um, Heidi, number one, your friend's saying about you dating and that aspect of your life and going through it. If I'm going to be honest with you, that the trouble is with that that sort of microscope. Uh, I think we're all culpable of it, but what will happen is at the moment they're going to go, um, are you going to date? Are you going to go out and date? And then you'll start, you know, you might date someone, you'll meet someone, you'll start seeing someone, and then it'll be like, are you going to get married? And then you'll be like, well, yeah, yeah. And you'll feel that, you know, that's the constant pressure of getting married. Then you'll get married and everyone will then be like, oh, you're going to have kids. And then you'll have kids and then it'll be like, oh, yeah, well, we're all going to buy houses and put whatever. It's a constant thing. What what that is in life is, and I'm culpable of it, Romesh, we're all culpable of the fact that we look at other people's lives and, and it's a constant, like, you're constantly speculating whatever other people are doing. That's just natural. Um, but for, my advice for you would be, and at no means ever take that as anything but just people number one they're friends and they're looking out for you and they're probably they probably think you'd be you would be an amazing mother because but you sound like you you know you would be you you they want you to be happy they say it's, you know but happiness isn't necessarily coming in the form of a relationship or being a you know you can have happiness on on your own I've, I've, me and my wife have got friends who are single and, and and probably some of the happiest people i know or at least on the outset seems so um I think it's all about you working within the, a world that you feel comfortable. If you're nervous about going on dates, find a way that you can just go out and it not be not be a. I, th- I think that people put so much pressure, especially now, on everything working so fucking quickly to become like, oh, this is I'm in a relationship now. I'm in a date now. Like whether it's reality TV or whether it's um, Tinder or something, we speculate and everything has to be almost like fast food. It just gets devoured, and if it doesn't really fill a gap, you just go and eat something else, and it's da 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 da. da. And actually, the truth of most lasting relationships, and and knowing what Romish in Lisa's or mine and Catherine's was, is is I think, and is a long like more of a longer courtship. It's it's getting to know that person and and not feeling the pressure. So, I think actually trying to find ways of building those friendships and and meeting people that actually then can become something else. So, and sort of obviously, there's always got to be that romantic feeling to it or there's got to be an attraction but i think actually getting to know the person is the you know not rushing stuff and just going right yeah i'm going to take my time with this i think that human interaction hopefully coming out of this pandemic is going to be one of the best things because i think we've all missed that we've missed being you know i know like whenever i see you know i've seen rubbish nearly every day during the pandemic but like whenever we hang out and we're actually together like we were this week it's actually quite you feel a bit dizzy you feel a bit late because you're sort of with a really close pal i think the, the problem will be everyone's going to think well you know what it feels like I've been on Monopoly and I've been stuck in jail while everyone else has been around the board two or three times and I've got to fucking try and catch up. And actually, the truth of the matter is you haven't. You, I think come out of this and take your time and, and just go at your own pace. And, uh, yeah, I, I think that's the key to it all. The Monopoly thing. You just pulled it out your ass beautifully. <laughs> well, you know what I mean? Loved yeah. it. Um, thank you so much uh, for your email, Heidi. Um I think, I think, from my experience of this, I think women have this much tougher than men, you know, in terms of this expectation to be in a relationship or this expectation to be at a certain point. And this, you know, this whole idea of, I know, you know, I know that we're in 2021, but I still think this perception of being left on the shelf or whatever you want to call it, it's, it's tough. However, you don't need to be in a relationship. You know, you, being in a relationship is like, you know, people have these things where they think you've got to have this by this point. You've got to have done this by this point. Why? 
If you, if you don't want to be in a relationship, don't be in a relationship. You might just not be a relationship person. You might spend your life just hanging out with friends and that's how you live your life. And that's totally fine. Do you know what I mean? And yes, it might you might feel like slightly, because, you know, the truth is society is built up for the, for the perceived norm. Do you know what I mean? And you might have to deal with a little kind of friction in that regard. But the truth of the matter is, if you don't want to be in a relationship, don't be in a relationship. You're doing great. Seems like you've got stuff, you've got some... You know, you've got things that are making you happy. You've got a busy social life. All of those things are, 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 are giving you a nice quality of life. If you want to get into a relationship or look for a relationship or put yourself into the dating pool because you want to do that, then do that. If you find yourself wanting to do that because you're fed up with the questions, that's not a reason to go and look for a relationship. Do you know what I mean? Because then you're looking for something and it's not come from yourself. I just don't think good things can come from that. Um, I remember like my mum talking about, like my mum talking about Jennifer Aniston not having a partner a while ago. And she's going, you know, she just, for some reason, she just can't keep up a relationship. I don't know. Maybe there's something about it you don't know. I said, mum, like, yeah, it really, it sort of really brought home to me the fact that like people still have this thing that if a woman's single, it's got to be like something wrong with her or there's something missing from her life or whatever. There isn't. You just don't have to have that. Do you know what I mean? So what I would say to you, Heidi, is uh, you're doing great. And if you decide to not be in a relationship and just live with your two cats and do your job and that's the that's the rest of your life, that's fucking great. Don't You don't need to do anything else. Heidi, never before um, on this podcast have I ever meant this with any more solidarity, but yo, Heidi... Do you? There you go, Heidi. It's been a uh, it's been a while since he's pulled that out, and I it is, listen. That is a compliment to your email that you've managed to get Tom to pull out his little catchphrase there. Speaking of little catchphrases, the number of emails uh, that have, that say "push it to the max." Yeah, but you've got end. yours now. That's I've got "do you," and you've got "push it to the max." "Do you" is so much better than "push it to the max." Yeah, but look, you basically, look, mine was like, do you? It was my, like, my, my, cat, it's not, what happened was, is I said, oh, the swan's here. Hello, swan. Has she flown in? Yeah, she can't hear you. How are you? I'm good. We're just finishing off the bonus episode. Tom, can I, Lisa can't hear you because of the headphones, but would you like me to pass on any messages about her You need to say to Lisa, flip? this week's emails have been an absolute parade of perfectiveness. Uh, they have been beautifully constructed. They're sort of, yeah, and... I just think that the bonus episodes and the email sections of this these podcasts have, have just smashed it since she's been involved. So, Lisa, that believe it or not, Lisa actually started talking there because you couldn't believe that I was still listening to your answer. So, t- Tom would like you to know that the emails this week have been a parade of perfectiveness and something about the selection of them is really, really great and you're doing wonderfully. We do get a number of emails. Lisa's been kind enough to not include them we do get a number of emails talking about how the selection of emails has been a lot better since lisa's got involved yeah i, I agree um, i think they have well i'm glad you agree uh, where are you off to lisa school run. pardon school run school run yeah. oh okay oh god it is school run time isn't it all right have fun Bye. love you boys Bye, Tom. see you alex see you alex see you alex see you charlie see you alex bye love you Mate, they're going for this thing at the moment every morning when they go, I don't want to go to school. And then you go, all right, don't go to school. And they go, no, I do want to go to school. It's like, who started it, Theo and the others have followed? uh, Yeah, maybe. They do look up to Theo. Yeah, because he's the oldest. Very sweet. It's like with me and you. No, I understand why. No, yeah, when you've got age on your side, I look up to you in that sort of way. Oh, okay. There you go. I thought you were saying something like... I, I thought you were saying something nice about my children, but actually what you were trying to do is crowbar in another dig at me. (laughs) Uh, Tom, I think we've had. I think we're out of time for this yeah. bonus episode. We've had a nice old time, though, haven't we? Uh, you know what? I thought the main episode this week was a bit of a struggle. We were both a bit hungover. The main, we were both uh, tired. The main episode this week was shit. Right? <laughs> that, 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 there's no getting away from that. It was absolute shit. Right? And the have only listen, reason it, have you listened back to it? I listened to a bit of it. It's it's not even the the content, man. It's like how we sound. Yeah. It's just everything about well, it. Well, yeah, look, and both of our microphones. Shout, look, big shout out to James Torrance, our editor, by the way, because 
first of all, he convinced us to put it out because we weren't sure. Uh, and I still think I still think it's worth putting out, even though it was shit. It's a good lesson. Yeah. In you know, life has its ups and downs. Yeah. You know, we're not about consistency here at the, at the Wolf for now. We're Mate. about just putting out any old crap. But oh no, what you get is a fair reflection of us as people. Correct. Some days we are going to be fucking sitting on the top of a mountain together, just holding hands, looking across the beautiful earth as it fucking spins around in a sphere-like fashion. And other days we will just be fucking sitting in a swamp together with our butts just fucking full of crud and fucking frog like Shrek and, shit like on us. Shrek and Fiona. Um, uh, and also, let me just say, by the way, I think it's actually disgusting by both of us that we haven't given James Torrance an animal name. An animal name? Well, look, we've got the wolf, well, we owl, and swan. We've talked about but it. But JT's got nothing. So, I, you know what? I think JT should be the eagle. Okay. Yeah? You cool with that? The wolf, the owl, the swan, and the eagle. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what I would say there is, of the four people involved in the podcast, <laughs> three are birds. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what about the beaver? Basically, a wolf has got inside the aviary. <laughs> Fucking chaos. <laughs> what about? What about the beaver? What's the it beaver? In, well, they're industrious, aren't they? Right. Okay. Yeah. Wait, I, mean, let's, let's, see? Let's, I think James Torrance James, should pick it. James, yeah. this is, James, this is to you. As you're editing this, leave all this in. Please, could you choose yourself an animal? Yeah. Uh, and let yeah, us yeah. know what it is. And we will announce it on the next episode of the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I'm actually looking forward to the next uh, episode because you know what? England would have played. Oh. Just very, very quickly before we go. Yeah. How far do you think they're going to get in this tournament? Semi-finals, at worst, I think. I worry yeah, a little bit about can... us defensively. I've got to say, it. if, yeah, if Harry yeah. Maguire's not fit, I do worry about us defensively. I think we're going to get to the final. Do you? I've got to, yeah, I really, I feel, I, I haven't felt this excited. Well, actually, that's not true. I felt quite excited about England last time out, but I just think we look I great. feel excited every time that they play, but I will yeah. say this, that if we win the group, which we probably will, the trouble is that you, you then play the the... I think second place of the group of death, yeah, which yeah, is, yeah. you know, yeah. which would be tough. Um, you know what? At some point, you've got to beat the best teams. Um, sure. And if if anything, I hope that England are like this week's bonus episode rather than our main episode. They come out absolutely fine. right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely right. Um, I'm about to today, but get myself an England top. Wowzers, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were well, you going to go first... to the shop and buy one, or buy one online? I'm probably going to buy one online. I saw yeah. uh, they've got some like properly drippy England jackets, man. Like England varsity yeah. jackets, they're so sick. Yeah. Uh, anyway, well, maybe wear it next time. I might look at buying one now as well. Oh, should we buy? Should we? Should we do the next episode in England tops? Yeah, boy. Okay, wicked. Um, listen, mate, it's been an absolute pleasure, Tom. My guy, my guy. You have yourself a great day. You have no, I no, love no, no. You, with all you have an heart. incredible day. Okay. All right. I want you to feel. That every step you take today, you know, I'm with you. You know that that old thing of footsteps on the sand. No, you know, oh, mate, oh yeah, I do know. Yeah, yeah. I was walking on the footsteps of just, uh, yeah. yeah, along the beach. And actually, when I look back, when my life was hardest, there was only one set of footsteps. And then the guy turns around and says, "Yeah, because in your hardest moments, I carried you." And what's the story of that? That guy was just blackout drunk. He doesn't remember what happened. I can't remember the rest of it. I just remember I think the it's a religious thing. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> Thank you very much, guys. Uh, again, apologies for the main episode. It really was dog shit. Um, we will see you next time on the little podcast we like to call The Wolf, the Wolf and, and Owl. Owl. If you have a problem, opinion, feedback, or anything at all, please email us at wolfowlpod at gmail.com. That's wolfalpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, mainly because we don't have any content ideas. Thank you.